Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Gave you the update last hour. I've now posted that monologue up on Rumble. Make sure you stop by rumble.com or just download the Rumble app and click on Joe Pags or put in Joe Pags. Follow me over there on Rumble if you're not already. You see my monologue about exactly what was going on with police inside Robb Elementary School in, in Uvalde uh, when this massacre was going on. And th- the news isn't good. It just isn't. And either we've got to retrain everybody or we have to stop hiring people to be police officers that won't put their lives on the line to save children's lives. So we've got that for you. But I'm going to talk this hour. I'm going to start this hour off with the Second Amendment. And it's not going to be boring talk. We're going to actually tell you what the Second Amendment says, what it means, what it does. And I want to know truthfully from you, do you want the Second Amendment gone? Is that going to save lives? I mean, you don't hear about school shootings in China. They don't have a Second Amendment. That's interesting, right? We'll talk about that and, and an awful lot more. It's the Joe Pag Show coming your way on a Friday. Give me some strings. Porn section. Yes, indeed. Let's go. Hey, that's Polo. That's Sam. Making it happen. I'm Joe. Bring it now. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank, Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Thank God it's... Thank God it is Friday. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Come on. Yes, freedom. Uh-huh. Say what? Bring it now. Take it up a notch. Most of the week, I decide what we're talking about. In fact, I am today as well. But you have a say on Friday. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If we don't, we'll move on. Your opportunity to be heard. A lot of people don't like to be heard on the radio. That's fine. Just go to my website, JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Click on Contact. That'll send an email right to me while I'm on the show. Had some email exchanges last hour. As predicted, oh, you're not being consistent. You said wait for the information. Now, today, you're making an opinion. And I actually gave you the information from Steve McCraw, the uh, the DPS leader, the, the boss of the DPS, which is basically the state troopers here in Texas. Um, he's on the scene, and he gave us the information, information they gathered from 911 audio, information they gathered from police who were on the scene. We now know there were 19 police officers in the hallway and one shooter inside of a classroom. And as they were in the hallway, according to the 911 audio, there are gunshots heard. So there are children, it sounds like dying while the police were in the hallway. They should have gone in. 19 to 1, I like my chances. You go in. Plus, when you go in, what happens? The bad guy focuses on you now and not on the kids. But it didn't happen that way. Some on-scene commander said that he felt like it was, or he or she, I'm not sure, felt that it was a, an active shooter situation, which was no longer. Now it was a barricaded gunman. It turns out it was still active shooter. And Steve McCross said, in his words, the boss of the DPS, that was not the right decision. It was a mistake. No excuse. So how do we avoid that happening again? Again, none of this happens if the bad guy doesn't go there with a gun and start shooting people. I get it. But once it's underway, what are you doing to stop the threat now, dead in his tracks? And I don't get it. I don't. And I was the guy online last night saying, hey, don't jump to conclusions. 
I was a guy on my show and Sean's show yesterday. Hey, don't jump to conclusions. Let's get the information. Guess what? We got the information. So if you're going to write me with a problem with what I just said last hour, with the information we now have, you're wasting your keystrokes. You didn't listen very well. We have the information. And I, and I responded to it. But I do want to talk specifically about the Second Amendment. Second Amendment of the, of the United States Constitution is short. It's very short. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What, what the hell does that mean? That's the reason why we're able to have guns, firearms. And this has been challenged in court a billion times since 1787. Why is it in there? Why do we have that right? Now, I mentioned China in the opening. Sam, do me a favor, would you? Will you check and see if on February 14th, 2018, there was a mass stabbing in China? I remember hearing something. On, it was on the same day as a, as a massacre here that something horrible happened in China. Some guy with a knife showed up in a school and started slicing people up. I don't know if it was the same day as Parkland, but it was close. It was around there somewhere. Let me know if you find something on that. It looks like it was May 28th, 2019, two killed and at least 17 injured in Japan after a mass stabbing. Okay, I feel like there was one in China, too, that did. It was like, wow, how did they do this in China? That was weird. See if there's one that comes up with China, but there's one in Japan, a country where you can't get guns like you can here. So you've got people, you know, 17 injured, a couple dead. We know about the car bombs that have happened throughout Europe, you know, since Islamic terrorism, you know, picked up. We know about that killing 80 here, 70 there. Um, some the, the big Bastille Day, they blew up something in, in France. So this is happening all the time. The biggest mass murder, of course, in this country's history was on 9-11, which was done by planes. It wasn't done by, by firearms. In fact, if we want to find out the worst school massacre ever in this country, it was in Bath or Bath Township, Michigan in the 1920s. And no guns were used. It was fire. It was explosives. So the idea that not having a Second Amendment would keep people safe doesn't really ring true, especially when you take into account what the Second Amendment is about. Is there anything in China? Am I, am, am I misremembering this? No, there was one in China. In uh, I believe it was in 2014, and it was, um, I, I don't know where exactly it was in China, but it left 29 people dead. And uh, I don't see where it was. But it, it doesn't matter China. where, but it was in China. So, so 20, how many dead? 29. And was it by, by knives? It, uh, it looks like it was a stabbing. Yes, it, it is a mass stabbing in 2014. Okay. All right, appreciate it. And I feel like around that same day, there was something that happened here with somebody using a gun. So 29 dead in China from knives, from, from blades. So the Second Amendment and the talk about guns doesn't make any sense. Because there are any number of ways to kill, to kill human beings. Thankfully, most of us don't ever want to do that. But let's go back to the Second Amendment for a minute if we can. A well-regulated militia. See, it's military. It's a military formation. Being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Oh, see? Gotcha. Militia. The court has ruled that the citizenry is the militia. So that's us. A well-regulated militia is us. Being necessary to the security of a free state. What the hell does that mean? 
Well, the state that you're talking about here is the United States, is the country. And their intention was for us to be free. They knew that we could only be free if we had the ability to stop tyrannical government from spawning itself. Being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep, that means I have it, and bear, that means I can hold it, arms, shall not be infringed. When I say shall not be infringed, what is it that that you think of? Does that mean we can change the laws and take some away? Does it mean if you can keep and, and bear it, but I don't like it, or the way it looks, or that it's called the AR this or AK that, then you can take it away because I'm the government? Or does that, say, does that say shall not be infringed? It's pretty simple. It says shall not be. Well, what does that mean? Shall not, cannot, they're unable to infringe, take away, stop that right. So the Second Amendment is what it is. When Michael Moore says something stupid about how we should get rid of the Second Amendment, I talked to Ted Poe about this later. He says, you want to get rid of it? Okay, go and alter the Constitution. Until, you, until such a time you do, you can't take it away. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And people have such a problem with this. The BBC wanted me again today. I couldn't do it quickly enough. They got somebody else. But they wanted me to argue why the Second Amendment is important. And the simple answer to the BBC is, if we didn't have it, we would all be speaking with English accents. Because the British tried to take our guns away. Our firearms. Yeah, but they were muskets. So what? They had muskets. We had muskets. I mean, the... The, the firearms and the technology has changed since 1787 and 1776. But this basic right is a human right. This is not given by the government where they can take it away. This is a basic human right so that we can ensure our freedom. The Constitution doesn't write, hey, the government can take them away except we wrote this amendment. No, no. It says you have that right and the government can't come and infringe it. It is a document of negative abilities against the government. It's a document that just outlines what rights we already have from our creator that the government can't take away. And there is a direct correlation between the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, which, of course, outlined the four basic rights, which are freedom of speech, freedom of expression, well, freedom of, of gathering, assembly, freedom of press, freedom of religion. Those four basic rights and expression and speech are one and the same. Those four basic rights are protected by the Second Amendment that says, hey, don't, don't try it because we're armed and we'll make sure that you don't become tyrannical. You serve at our will, not the other way around. Now, people like AOC and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and so on and Biden and, and the like and the Clintons and the Obamas, they think that they, they are our, our rulers, our leaders, our monarchs. They're not. They're our employees. Now, I'm not, taking, I'm not saying take up arms against the government, not at all. So the government knocks on your door and says, we're here to confiscate your stuff. You now have the ability and the right to say, hold on a second. Under what grounds? And if they have no grounds, the Second Amendment is there to allow you to defend yourself, your family, and your stuff. So this isn't a Second Amendment thing. The Second Amendment is an overwhelming positive for this country that keeps government in line. If other countries don't understand it, other countries don't have the freedoms we have. And one thing that really jumped out at me, somebody sent me an Instagram message or they, they commented on my Instagram that I'm from Germany, and we don't have any idea why you guys have so many guns there. Can you imagine how dumb that person must be, being in Germany where Hitler, 80 years ago, did what he did? 90 years ago, whatever it was? Less than a century ago, 
Hitler took away all the guns from the from the free people in Germany and killed as many as he wanted indiscriminately, and he did genocide. I don't need Germany to lecture me. You have a semblance of freedom in Germany because of us. Don't ever forget it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Simple question, do you think it's time to reassess the Second Amendment? Would taking away the Second Amendment and taking away all guns from citizens, would that have saved lives? And the easy, simple answer is if he didn't have a gun, he couldn't have done exactly what he did the other day. So maybe he runs them over with a car. He was looking to kill kids. But if your argument is, hey, it wouldn't have happened, would you have the freedoms that you have? Are you willing, maybe this is a better question, are you willing to give up your free rights as an American, your liberation from government control? Are you willing to give that up in order to give up guns and then somehow support the government keeping us safe, also keeping us in line and making all the rules. We have no freedom, but at least we're safe because that's what they feel like they are in China, but they have no freedoms. You want to live like that? You want to live like North Korea? They can't get guns either, but but they're alive. They might be in concentration camps or maybe not enough food, but but at least they're alive. I mean, is that is that what you want? Just tell me what what makes sense here. Is it a good balance in your mind to get rid of the right to keep and bear arms? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. If you didn't uh, see my monologue or hear my monologue on the on the show last hour, make sure you stop by my Twitter, my Truth Getter, MeWe. I put it up on all of those. There's a direct link to to the actual video. You'll see a thumbnail that explains what the video is. Go and check that out. If you're not following me on those on those sites, on Getter and on um, on Twitter, it's at Joe Talk Show at Joe Talk Show, and it's verified. You'll know it's me. On Getter, actually on um, on Truth. And on uh, MeWe, it's at Joe Pags, also verified on both sites. So go check it out. I'm either going to be Joe Pags or Joe Talk Show. Make sure it's me. I'm verified, except for on TikTok where I'm not verified. Go check out that monologue. There's an update on exactly what happened with the police in that school uh, in Uvalde, Texas. And it's not a good update. I'll give you that. Let me tell you in the meantime that as we age, we get older. We, we're, we don't feel that kind of energy that we used to have. You've got to get a boost somehow. And a lot of people turn to caffeine. Adding four or five more cups of coffee might feel right to you, but it's going to get you jittery. And then you're going to get that crash if you turn to sugary sodas. If you turn to those energy drinks, who knows? Why not try two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews? Add those to your morning routine. Promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day. No caffeine crash. Super Beats Heart Chews are unique. They've got clinically researched grapeseed extract. They promote heart-healthy energy. And normal blood pressure is part of a healthy lifestyle. Why not get yourself some of these? They're portable as well. You put them in your gym bag, in your purse, in your pocket, in your console, in your car. You'll have them with you. And you'll know that you're getting that heart-healthy boost from Super Beats and Heart Shoes. Okay? Go right now to JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping. JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. The website was made just because you listen to my program or watch my program. It's just for you. JoeLovesBeats.com. Dot com up to 45% off at JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen right now. We go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to line one. It's Sarah in Indiana. Sarah, what's going on? Hi. Hey, 
Hey, thanks for having me on. You are a hero for standing up for the Second Amendment. Thank you. Um, in the language of the day, regulated meant was synonymous with practice. Yes. Uh, liberals deliberately misconstrue that language, as I'm sure you know. I will also point out that, and you know this as well, we Ah, that's unfortunate. Uh, Sam, talk to Sarah. See if we can't get her, her phone call to get clear again. Uh, let me go to uh, Trey, who's in San Antonio. Trey, what's going on? Hi. Hello, Trey. Huh. There's something going on where everything's clicking in and out. It's very, very strange to me. Let me try Bob in San Antonio. Bob, what's going on? Hey, uh, Joe, I just wanted to comment. You were talking about the, uh, you know, knifing, the stabbings in uh, China and yes. Japan. I can't speak to Japan, to uh, China, but I lived in Japan for three years, and I've probably spent another two or three years of my life in there coming and going. I know that country pretty well, and I will tell you there are hundreds more murders in Japan, mostly stabbings, but other stuff too, and the Japanese media suppresses that they're, the Japanese government makes a point, and they are very able, very much able to control what gets reported, and there are probably 10 times more murders in Japan than are ever reported, because if it's less than about six or seven people, the government and the in the press and the media can suppress it. Wow, that's crazy. See, that should not be allowed to happen. Bob, thank you. I appreciate it. It should not be allowed to happen. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, we have to get true reporting of the news. And, you know, you're starting to get, well, it's been a while now, uh, media in this country doing the same thing. We'll suppress this. We'll highlight that. You know, they're not talking about the WHO deal that, that's being worked. They're not talking about the 2,000 mules, which shows, you know, election fraud in 2020. They're not talking about big stories like the baby formula debacle, like uh, like food shortages, like gas prices keep on going up. It's going to be four and a half, five dollars a gallon in Texas soon, which is crazy to me. They're picking and choosing. They're not reporting the news, that's for sure. Sarah, I think we have you back. Go ahead and finish up. Yeah, it's just not happening. I don't know why, but uh, but for some reason, Sarah is not clicking in for me. Chris, talk to me in Austin. Hi. Yeah, there's something going on with the phones, and, and it's unfortunate. It really is. It's un- it's unfortunate. Uh, it's too bad because um, I, I can't bring you on the line if it sounds like that. And I don't think it's your cell phone, to be honest. I think it's probably happening on this end, and we'll try to restart that and get that going because I want to hear from from the great listeners that are listening to the program. Again, stop by JoePags.com. If you can't get through on the phone lines, JoePags.com. Click on uh, Contact by scrolling down to the bottom. When you do that, you'll be able to uh, send me an email, and I might use it on the air. I might not call your name out. Even if it's a negative email, I'll take it. Um, that's fine. Um, but make sure that the email actually has some some good information that you heard what I said correctly. There's nothing more frustrating for a guy like me who does his level best to bring you the truth and then give my opinion about it afterwards to have you write me and tell me exactly what you didn't hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'll write to me and say, well, I, well no, you said this and you didn't say that. No, no. Let, make sure you listen. Cause I'm more than welcoming to, to, to somebody saying, I think you got it wrong. Here's what I heard you say. What do you think? That's fine. You send me some sort of a derogatory email that's accusatory and tells me you know, what I got wrong when I never said that. That's just kind of dumb. You're probably going to get a nasty email back. I am somebody who you know is going to fire back an email that isn't going to be very friendly if you send me something stupid. But I do welcome emails. Kind of weird, huh? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. When we come back, it's going to be former judge, former representative Ted Poe. We talk a lot more about the Second Amendment. We talk a lot about your rights. We talk a lot about Uvalde. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. Friend of mine, a great former legislator. He's a former judge as well. It is Judge Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing okay. Thank you, Joe. You know, uh, you and I are both um, uh, Texans. We're both gun rights guys. We believe in protecting ourselves, our families, our, our stuff, our neighborhood. Um, and every single time we see something tragic and disgusting, like what happened in Uvalde, every single time the left knee-jerk reacts that night, they were calling for a ban on this and a ban on that and, and uh, common sense gun legislation. Uh, Ted, why is that the knee-jerk? Why is the knee-jerk not? How the hell did we not keep our kids safe in school? Because that's uh, what they do. They want to have more power, more control. Everything the left does and advocates is to take uh, power away from the citizens. And this is another example. They want to take the, the right uh, to bear arms away from the citizens. That is the way they react to every tragedy. It's my belief that the Second Amendment was written on purpose to protect the First Amendment, which, of course, the, the right to free speech, the, the, the right to the press, the right to worship, the right to assemble, you know, it's my opinion that the founders, and in the Federalist Papers, we might find something alluding to this, said, okay, we've got these inherent rights that we need, that people have from God, and we'll restrict the government's ability to take them. And if the government wants to take them, hey, let's pop in the Second Amendment that says, we'll, we'll stop you from, de- from being a tyranny like George III did. Do you believe like I do that's why it's there? Absolutely. That is the reason why it is there. Remember that the Revolutionary War started because the British wanted to take away uh, the firearms of the colonists in Lexington and Concord. The Texas Revolution started because the Mexican government wanted to take away the firearms of the uh, citizens of Gonzales, Texas, and that started the shooting war. It was an inherent right in this land to have uh, to bear arms, and the purpose of that was multi multifold, including to protect yourself from government's intrusion into your other basic rights, as you mentioned, those in the First Amendment. The left now, of course, not only wants to take away the Second Amendment, they want to take away the First Amendment, the right of free speech, the right to assemble. And this is the way they do it because they're after control. But yes, the Second Amendment was put there on purpose. It wasn't an accident. And if the left doesn't like it, if they want to keep jumping out the windows because we have uh, firearms in this country, then why don't you try to uh, uh, file a constitutional amendment and eliminate the Second Amendment. Because, That's the way you would do it. Yeah, it would fail miserably, and they know that. But, but but it's not lost on me, Ted, and it's not lost on you, nor those who are watching and listening, that as Joe Biden is saying stupid things about the Second Amendment, he's being protected by good guys with guns. As AOC complains about guns and the gun lobby, she's being protected by good guys with guns. As the senator from Connecticut was yelling at other senators that we have to have common sense gun legislation, he's being protected by good guys with guns. Thousands of people... Um, tried to breach the Capitol, and some got in on January 6th. And everybody who was inside was protected by who? The Capitol Police, good guys with guns. So it's not lost on me, nor you, nor most people with common sense that those who are complaining about guns, even Hollywood actors on the set, are protected by who? Good guys with guns. Athletes are protected by who? Good guys with guns. But they're all speaking out as if they've got the right answer. I mean, that hypocrisy is that obvious, isn't it, Ted? It is. Members of Congress, when I was in Congress, the Capitol Police were everywhere, and they had long uh, long guns, including uh, pistols that they had. And now because of, uh, nine, or because of January 6th, they've increased the number of Capitol Police officers. They're everywhere. They're armed. And it's hypocritical 
for members of Congress to say, we get to have our guns and people who carry guns protect us, but you can't have them because you are just the peasants. You are the peons. And they really believe that. They believe their lives are more important than yours and certainly more important than those kids in elementary school who don't have security around the school, people with firearms protecting them from the bad guys. Very yeah. hypocritical and it's, and it's awful and shameful. Well, and Ted, I said this in my show yesterday. It's Ted Poe, former U.S. representative, former judge. Go follow him at Judge Ted Poe over on uh, Twitter. I said this on my show yesterday. I will respect Joe Biden if he tells the Secret Service you're dismissed. I'll respect every member of Congress if they say, we don't need the Capitol Police, you guys go home. I'll respect Hollywood if they say, we don't need any armed guards today. You guys just go ahead and head out, have some lunch, and we'll be fine. They're not going to do that because, as you said, they feel as though their lives are more important than the lives of 19 children in Uvalde. So... Let's talk about the real issue here. And the real issue, and, and mental illness is another issue, but the real issue is, I don't care why he did it, Ted. I want him dead before he can kill one kid. I want somebody to take this piece of garbage out and protect our kids at all costs. That didn't happen there. It didn't happen at the grocery store. It didn't happen in Columbine 23 years ago. So what is it that we have to do? Because in 23 years, we haven't done squat to protect our kids because this keeps happening. Sandy Hook as well. I can mention Pearl, uh, um, Mississippi, uh, Paducah, Kentucky. I can mention Springfield, Oregon. These are all school shootings that should have been prevented and avoided had we taken even one small step to make sure there's a single entry. So what is it going to take for us to make sure our kids are safe in schools that I'm forced to pay for? Well, it's you know this has been a problem for a number of years. And the elites... Uh, first thing they said was, well, we got to make sure there are no guns in school. Let's make this school a gun-free zone. Put a sign out in front of the place, and so everybody knows it's a gun-free zone. How stupid was that? Yeah, how's you know, that these, worked? These killers, these mass killers, they always seem to go someplace where there are no protection by the people inside, whether it's a church, whether it's a Walmart, whether it's a school. That's where they always go because— they're, they feel like they're less likely to get caught doing what they're doing. Right. They don't sure run into a police station right. where there are a lot of guns when they want to commit havoc. So let's protect our most precious resource in this country, which is children. And the left complains, well, there's no money. We don't have money to do that. Let's take some of that money we're sending to Ukraine. Yeah. Let's take some of that money from the Department of Education and, first of all, educate and train police officers. Meanwhile, Biden is taking money away from police. We need more money for police. Here's a perfect example. Train, the, train them in school safety yeah. and then protect the schools and do all those things that we know we can do in the schools and protect the greatest resource we have. And it's going to take firearms to do that, along with other uh, things to do, school safety and the things that we know about, people are talking about all the time. We don't do it. Let's take the money and put it where it needs to be, and that is in school safety and training of police officers. He's been a good friend for over 15 years. He's a friend to Texas and the United States as well. One of the, uh, the, the foremost constitutional experts I know and a great guy, Ted Poe. One hell of a sense of humor, too. So uh, as we talk about this uh, on, that, on that level, you mentioned a couple of things that jump right out. 
$40 billion to Ukraine. Actually, if you add it all up, it's about $54 billion to Ukraine, who then the next day gave up Mariupol to, to the Russians. Um, that money could have gone a long way to getting a school resource officer where there was none in Uvalde. There simply wasn't one there. Um, and it could go a long way to shore up our schools and to re-educate teachers. Perhaps if I'm a teacher, Ted, I've got my license to carry. If, if I'm responsible for your kid's education and for his or her knowledge and productivity when they get out, you trust me with them for nine hours, let me carry my gun. Let me carry my gun. I'll be the first line of defense. I can react instead of waiting for first responders who might not be trained right. And it turns out a lot who showed up in Uvalde weren't trained right. And then you mentioned the Department of Education. Explain to me, Ted Poe, what the Department of Education does with $68 billion of my money every year if we can't keep our kids safe in school. Well, that's a, that's a good question. What happens to that money? Uh, but it goes into uh, other things that I think are just ludicrous, like tell, uh, telling schools that they ought to teach critical race theory, some of these oddball philosophies, but it doesn't go to help protect schools. Why can't it go to protect schools? And I think that's where it ought to go. Spend the money where it needs to be, and that is the protection and have a safe environment to learn. And uh, I don't know where else the Department of Education spends its money. They just give more money to bureaucrats who write more regulations for schools uh, down in uh, Uvalde, Texas. Well, you know, and you've got schools teaching not only CRT, but they're teaching sexual orientation and gender ID to four, five, six, seven, eight-year-old kids. That doesn't, what the hell is that? Stop taking my money. I did a, a video earlier today, Ted, where I said, that's it. At the end of summer vacation, do not send your kids to public school unless that school can guarantee your kid's safety. I don't think, Ted, is that asking a lot that my kid come home? No, it's not asking a lot. Uh, How do we ensure it? What can we do tomorrow? most precious resource we have. Yeah. So why don't we act like it? Why don't we protect the greatest resource in America, the kids, especially kids in elementary school? Let's just do it. We can do it. And we won't do it because the bureaucrats, the left, oh, you know, we're not going to do that because we want to try the guns. It's the guns that are the problems. Those, uh, uh, you know, assault weapons, which aren't assault weapons. No, uh, no oh, Ted, I mean, listen, I've got an AR-15. You would not send an American military member into war with an AR-15. It, yeah, and nobody gets issued that. It, it's not a weapon of war. It's a rifle. That's what it is. Then you hear Joe, Joe Biden last night saying something stupid where he mentioned God like five or six times. Dear God, why don't we do this? Dear God, the gun lobby. And then he said, why do we have AR-15s? There aren't deer running through the halls at school. He said something that's stupid. It, it, does this narrative work, Ted, that that, uh, that guns are only meant to go shoot deer? Does that narrative really work? Do people, under, do people understand the Second Amendment? There, it works with some people. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not the reason we have the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is it's an individual right, like it says in there, uh, and like we learned historically, we are given the right to protect ourselves but we're also given the right to protect ourselves from government. Yes. Uh, and that's the reason it's in there. Whether people like it or not, that is why we have the Second Amendment. How about the attacks on the NRA? Uh, I'm an NRA member. I don't go to these conventions. I, I think it's a whole lot of hoopta about nothing. But uh, it's a, like five million people who gather to make sure that people ha have a full understanding of the Second Amendment. They don't sell guns. They don't sell ammunition. They don't, they, no, no school shooter, no, no grocery store shooter has been a member of the NRA. Why are they the easy target? Because they're the easy target. You know, they, the, the, the left has, wants a villain, wants a bad guy, wants somebody to hate. In every crisis situation, they need somebody to hate, to promote their agenda. 
And so they're an easy target to promote their agenda of hate. And let's that's the, it's the NRA's fault, too, because we have all these firearms. You know, they don't go after General Motors because uh, thousands of people are killed by drunk drivers right. every year. In General Motors cars. But that's a you know, that's a comparison that that I think works yeah. because they're an easy target and they're an easy uh, group to vilify. And people jump on that emotional bandwagon and uh, they think they are real clever in vilifying them rather than the criminal. And. It's, it'd be interesting to know if this uh, individual had lived, what position the left would have taken on what to do with him uh, after the shooting, you know, because well, that's always, a great, hey, that's a great question because their criminal yeah. justice reform crap probably would have, would have felt sorry for this guy. I'm he glad, he, I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. yeah. They, they always go and support the criminal in situations like this, but uh, at least the police did their job and made sure that the, uh, he was taken out because he was a da- immediate danger to yeah. everyone involved. You know, the, the history of the NRA is not unlike the history of, of the, the Republican Party. The history of the NRA is is not known by the general public, but those who founded it were fighting for, for the right of former slaves and their families to have a Second Amendment right. The Democrats in this country and the white men in this country who are the Democrats did not want anybody other than them to have that Second Amendment right that was meant for every every person. But we now denigrate the, the organization like it's something hor- horrific, and it's not. Uh, it's the same thing with Planned Parenthood. It was started by a eugenicist who met with the KKK who wanted to weed out the black people in society. Now the left holds it up on high like it's some you know beacon of Planned Parenting. It's not. Uh, it, how did they do this, Ted? How are they such, such you know, brilliant controllers of the message and the narrative? It's sick. Well, they promote a lie and it's believed. And it's uh, it's astonishing to me how they have been so successful in promoting the lie. And the uh, perfect example is plan- Planned Parenthood. Uh, when it was uh, uh, the original person who formed Planned Parenthood had the idea that we have uh, black folks in this country. And one way we can get fewer of them is to have uh, abortions. And right. now uh, people don't want to believe that. But check the history on Planned Parenthood where it came from. And I think it's appalling. And the Democrats own that, they, like they own slavery, like they own Jim Crow. The, the Democrats own that. And the Democrats think they're better than the rest of us. That's why they, they promote this gun control thing, and ha- but have guns protecting them because they think they're better than everybody else. So the true. Elites in yeah. the Democrat Party. Um, uh, have you heard anything about H.R. 8? This is a piece of legislation that's in Congress. I guess the House passed it a year ago. The Senate refuses to pass it. So now you've got basketball coaches and Hollywood stars and singers and news anchors saying, or, or, or uh, entertainers at late night television like Jimmy Kimmel saying, you got to pass H.R. 8. Uh, 50 senators are stopping common sense gun legislation. Now, I've talked to people who are in the know, and H.R. 8 uh, would make everybody have a background check. I, I've been background checked on every gun that I've ever bought. But it would also uh, basically lead to the federal government having a registry of who owns what firearm. What, did you know anything about H.R. 8? Uh, I know that you've been out of Congress for a few years now, but d- does that resonate with you? Do you know what it well, is? Well, that, that's just the summary that you gave is basically the summary of H.R. 8. Yeah. Let, let's assume that that becomes law. Would that protect anybody in the United States? Would that protect uh, public schools? Not one person, no. So not at all. You know, it... it the gun control philosophy, let's control the guns and then we will have a safer environment. That's just wrong. Even if all of that happened, it would not make people safer in public schools. And that's what we're talking about right now yeah. is safer public schools. What we do is make 
public schools safer rather than go after some uh, philosophy well, that, yeah. they, that sells a lot to people. Well, I mean, it's, it's feel-good legislation, as you just alluded to, that basically would give the federal government their toe in the tent to, to basically having a list of how many guns Joe Paggs has, how many guns Ted Poe has, and should a tyrant want to go and get them, they'll know where they all are, which, is, which goes against the philosophy for the reason for the Second Amendment to begin with. It's Ted Poe at Judge Ted Poe. Make sure you go and follow him everywhere. The man's an incredible mind, and I love talking to you. Give me 30, 45 seconds on whether we should have sent $40 billion more dollars to Ukraine. Absolutely no. Absolutely no. And we're not sure where all that money's going. And I, th- I think we need to do some research about the, the discretion given the administration on what NGOs are going to get that money in Ukraine. And of course, what, what about the COVID money? There's money left over from COVID. That could be used in, in school safety. Yes. There's plenty of money out there, but um, we need to follow the money and why it's getting done. Of course, I have my own philosophy about why we're giving Ukraine so much money. It has to do with Biden and then Biden's son. Maybe it's payback for some of the things that they did for the Bidens. Who knows? But we're going to have to try to find out. Well, I'm glad but you don't said give that. Them any more money? No, absolutely not. And I'm glad you said that, Ted, because this whole thing about supporting Zelensky, supporting Ukraine, as he's still giving up land to Russia, it doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe he'll buy a few more mansions or yachts that he already owns. It's very strange because there is that incestuous relationship between the Bidens and Ukraine and the autocracy that's happening there. Ted, thanks a million. You know we love having you on. Let's talk again very soon. Always incredible insight. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. to have you we continue to try to break down and make sense of the senseless really glad ted poe came on he's got great insight the second amendment of course is vital to our freedom and our liberty we've got to figure out how to keep our kids safe we've got to figure out how to stop the political wrangling and make sure that we do what's right for communities and what's what was right for that community was not done you know the school door being you know lodged open or or you know had some sort of a prop to keep it open not good police not going in to stop the threat 19 to 1, not good. But allowing this kid to get to where he got, to where he ended up doing this, also not good. We've got to do something proactive there, too. Another big hour coming your way. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.